Hey, welcome to the Play, Move, Improve podcast. You're listening to Robin Papworth. I'm a mum of three little ones, an exercise physiologist, developmental educator and early learning speaker. I'll be empowering you to set up engaging play activities to improve children's development, health and learning outcomes. Thank you for listening. In this episode, I want to talk about what's happening at the moment where we see a lot of preschoolers being pushed to kindergarten in a stroller or in a pram. For those of you that may not know, I usually work a lot in an area in Melbourne that is quite low socioeconomic. So the families that we see in this area are typically from refugee background. English is their second language and they are newly arrived from other countries. So when I talk about this topic, I want to be very respectful of people who are from other cultures, of people who aren't informed about the children's development. They may have not attended maternal health sessions where they would learn about the importance of children's development. A lot of them don't even access kindergarten. So we see some children even being pushed in prams and strollers into their first year of school. What I encourage whenever I talk about this topic is just to be sensitive of where a family member is at. I believe that parents don't deliberately try and hinder their child's development. I believe even when it comes to screen time or pushing children in prams, they're not deliberately doing it to slow their child down. They're just doing it because that's all that they know. My mantra that I tell to a lot of people is parents only know what they know. It's our job to inform them of course, to give them information about the importance of children walking themselves to kinder, the importance of children carrying their own backpack. It's our job to inform them, but it's not our job to judge them. So it is a really tough situation to be in. Educators and teachers, we're in this industry because we want what's best for children. So sometimes our own advocacy heart can get in the way and we can become quite passionate about these issues even myself I've had to rein myself in when it comes to meeting some families because I I want to tell them all about what the stroller or the pram is doing to hinder their child's development but then I have to remind myself Robin please be sensitive so when I talk about today The main thing is let's be sensitive to why parents are pushing their children in strollers and prams and what we can do to help them to get children more independent with walking to preschool. I want to even go back to when children are 18 months and two years of age. I see a lot of young children in supermarket trolleys and in prams at the supermarket sitting on a phone It was sad. I was walking to the bakery the other day and I was walking up the street and I saw, you know, Phoebe and I were going to get a donut and Phoebe and I were chatting about her day. I just picked her up from kinder and we were having a great chat. But as we walked past, we saw this family that looked like a mum and auntie and a little girl. And the little girl was walking on her mum's phone while her mum and her auntie were chatting. Now, I'm all for parents needing to chat, parents needing to have that break but it's just, it's a worry. How far have we taken it? You know, I've got a recent episode where I talk about that I'm struggling to play and connect with my kids. And I honestly feel like screen time has even done that to me. Being obsessed with emails and phones and social media has disconnected me from my own family. So when you see families, you know, auntie and niece and mum and daughter walking along the street and, and daughter's got a phone in her hand, it's, it's scary. It's scary what technology is doing for all of us. So I don't judge this family. I just raise awareness with my own kids and I raise awareness with the people that I love just to share that 
we, we need to be talking more to our kids. They, human nature, we need connection. We need to walk up and down that street and talk about the birds that are in the trees and talk about what we're going to have at the bakery and talk about how our kinder day was and talk about, you know, Phoebe's favourite thing to talk about at the moment is the shoes that everyone's wearing. She, like, loves shoes. So we, we talk about that. But if we're putting a phone in a trolley to, you know, we have families say, well, I just need some peace and quiet, That that's fine, but can we have it in small doses? Can we, when we're having a, a little one in a trolley and they're overwhelmed, can we give them a catalogue of all the food items we're about to buy? You know, I give my kids now a shopping list. Phoebe can't read the shopping list, but she can start to point to it. She can find the letters of her name in it. I usually number the lists so she can learn her numbers Yes, she drives me crazy when we go to the supermarket. And yes, it's overwhelming as I wander around the shops with an infant or a toddler. But it's does the phone have to be our first resort? Can the phone be our last resort as we're really losing our mind and really feeling overwhelmed? But in the meantime, we've given them a picture book to look through. We've given them a little toy to flick with. We've given them a catalogue to sort through then the phone is is our absolute max. And of course, some of the parents that I would see, that might have been, they might have tried everything else. They might have tried to give them a milkshake and have conversation and that they're an hour into their trip and that's the, that's the snippet that I see. Of course, that's where I don't judge them. I just want to make sure everyone is informed of how we can interact with our kids even at the supermarket. When it comes to older children and they're getting pushed in a stroller to preschool, I often talk to the families about the importance of the little one walking, holding their hand to preschool. I talk about, you know, we talk to educators about teaching families road safety. I used to work with a lot of families from Afghanistan and India where it's not safe. Well, I've had families tell me it's not safe for their children to be walking to preschool. They've told me stories about how it worries them that holding their hand to get to preschool was a worry for them. So putting them strapped in a stroller, they felt that their child was safer. I talked to them about, you know, our community, I believe it is safe. I believe that if we walk, we're very fortunate that if we walk our little one holding their hand to preschool, I feel that most of the times they, they are safe to do that. Um, I, but I, then I talk about the family's worries. I talk about, I understand that you're concerned about the pram. So possibly could we work on it where we take, we put the, the backpack in the pram, we get the child to hold onto the pram and then we progress from there. We then hold onto our child's hand to go to preschool and then we progress from there. We encourage the child to hold their backpack walking to preschool. I think it's giving families this skill set of, or how can I get out of this habit? The habit is putting my kid in a pram to cope with my nervousness or with with my overwhelm, and it's progressing them out of that. Can we hold mummy's hand? Can I park on the same side of the road as preschool so there's no road to cross? Can I find a local lollipop man or lollipop lady and, and walk with them? It's trying to give them strategies where they've got into this habit. How do we get them out of it? The other thing that I always talk to families about is why we need to walk, why it's important for children to walk, why it's important for them to develop that independence. I talk to them about the importance of core strength. When I carry my backpack on my back, I'm getting a buildup of core strength, where if I'm sitting floppy in a stroller, then my big tummy muscles and my back muscles don't have to work. So when I go to sit at circle time, I'm typically sitting really floppy. It's giving parents the why as well. It's not just saying, well, you shouldn't be giving your your, your kids an iPad, an iPad or an iPhone in the shopping trolley. You should be giving them a catalog. 
it's why I'm giving them a catalog because I'm teaching them about literacy and healthy eating and maths and I want them to circle the catalog to develop fine motor. I give Phoebe a list of shopping with it numbered because I want her to start to identify her numbers. I don't just tell families, well, you should do this because that's what we should do. It's it's the why that inspires parents to make different choices and inspires them to, and also makes them feel empowered because we're there for them. We've, we've acknowledged that they're nervous about walking their child to school for safety reasons we've empowered them to know well how do we ask for help can we meet a friend halfway can we can I greet them at the front so they can see a friendly face as they walk down the down the road there's all these strategies we can try as we take away the judgment from the situation also I want to just explain to families that if we go to the zoo or we go on a long trip, of course, prams are great. You know, I, I still would put Phoebe in a stroller if she'd let me when I was going to the zoo or when I was needing to do a big supermarket shop. Of course, I would put her in the trolley. There's times to do that. There's times when strollers are great and, and encouraging children to sit in a stroller makes the family day a little bit more help, a little bit more positive. But then there's times where if we can just go to preschool and not use a stroller or if we're just ducking into the supermarket to get milk and veggies, can we just have them hold our hand or or hold the basket? But then when we're doing a full shop, then of course we'll have the trolley. It's giving the parents the information that we are not saying there's no prams for preschoolers, but can we back it off a little bit? Can we encourage children to walk where possible? And these are the strategies that I mentioned before that we can try. If you could share what is happening for you at the moment with preschool families and what you feel has worked and what you feel hasn't worked, please come along to our online community and and share your thoughts. I've always loved to hear your side of the story and what you would need help with. If there's anything that you can take away from today, it's just knowing that we're, we are required and, and it is great to inform families about the importance of communicating with our children and walking hand in hand with our children instead of putting them in a trolley or a stroller. And hopefully now you have a few strategies to try with your families. Any questions, please come and say hello on my Facebook page or Instagram. I'd love to hear from you. Have a fantastic day. You have been listening to Robin Papworth, exercise physiologist, developmental educator, speaker, author, mum of three from Play, Move, Improve. If you have enjoyed our content, please leave a review on iTunes, Spotify or on our website, playmoveimprove.com.au. Have a great day.